Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Jeff and Casey Show. Good afternoon, and welcome to the Jeff and Casey Show. You are Being so recorded tired. on a Monday in the afternoon, which is extraordinarily rare for the Jeff and Casey Show. A Monday afternoon podcast. A day cast, if you will. This may be a once-in-a-lifetime Casey experience. is so tired after PAX. I'm very tired. That you're talking. And still. I haven't a voice anyway. Yes, so and you have no voice, so he's going right. to be talking quietly. But yes, um, I we, on the on the plus side, I could read for you, the oh, listener. Sorry. I yeah. could read um, like a book. I could be like one of those radio readers who reads, you know, incredibly emphatically. Right, reads the, the, news. the novels. BBC no, not announcer. the news. I mean, you know, when they have those like radio readings they used to have this mm -hmm. show on npr it was called like dick cosell radio reader or something like that <laughs> you know what i'm talking about no I have no. it idea. was the show on npr and i think it was not a i don't think it was a nationwide show i god i hope it wasn't a nationwide show but it was this guy who said everything in exactly the same tone of voice there was no <laughs> change whatsoever and he would read, you know, various literature classics and so on. I the, see. That was the show, right? Every week he would Frankly, read. my dear, I don't give a damn. Yeah, no, it was exactly like that. So if it was something incredibly mundane, like the corn harvest would be late this year, just like last year, you know, for something like that, then he'd be reading like that. Right. But also it was like he ripped the moist cloth from her bodice <laughs> and the passion could not be contained the hindenburg that's exactly exact, yeah it's like there was no People difference it didn't matter everywhere. yeah it didn't matter at all i see uh what the passage was he just read it that way and so that's kind of what this is going to be like because i haven't my, the emotional range right now for that. my guess is that once we get something that you're upset about i don't know if that's the case i may have just been put in a zen-like state for a I while see. All right. And I'm just, yeah, that's just the way it is. Groovy, right? man. So maybe, like, there'll be something, like, we'll be talking about something, like, incredibly awesome, like, how awesome Microsoft is and everything that they do. <laughs> and I'll just be like, hey, man, everyone has their own thing they're doing. <laughs> that's how you roll. It's fine. Everything's yeah. fine. Yeah. Well, we like have. Like, my, my attempt to install the AudioSurf demo on Steam this morning, yeah. which took, like, 30 minutes. I heard like, about this. Yeah, I'm just like, hey, man, you know, sometimes some some things are harder to install than others. Yeah, some things are yeah. just have to go the way they go. Yeah. It's the way it was meant to be. Exactly. 30-minute install for a five-minute demo. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now, this wasn't Audio Surf's problem. This was the Steam No, image. no, it was, I, I as far totally as I can steamed. tell, the, uh, the programming quality in Audio Surf was top-notch. There was no... No bugs in that program. It ran A-OK -okay on my system. No worries. Read my music collection. I pick, pick a song. And you rode your wrote, music? Rode the music. No worries. Actually getting to the point where, where Dylan's code songs could run, could that, was a different, that was a different story altogether. There was, there was about yeah 20 minutes of, of getting valved in there somewhere, and <laughs> it was really painful. I sent the mail. And I, you know, I was like, "Dude, this is really bad." I mean, it was really, really bad. The number of dialog boxes I went through, and the and they weren't just dialog boxes. They were just crazy no stuff. That didn't well, it make updated sense. itself. It updated applications that I don't even run. <laughs> it, you know, it popped up all these message boxes, and then it it started downloading other things downloading instead of the one the thing that I was free. trying to get. Well, no, um, that's just a matter of time. That's just a matter of time. And then it was like showing me all this other crap, right? It like keeps coming up with web pages and I don't know what that is and I don't want that. And so it's just like one of those things where like uh, the user experience is, you know, either no one's ever done that. No one's ever like launched Steam to install a demo, right? right? Like they always have it running or something, which is, I guess, maybe part of it. Or it's just there isn't very much attention being paid there to like, you know, what kind of experience someone has, like what the user wanted to do versus what you actually had them do, right. you know? Um, it's easy to forget that I think when you have a system that is open-ended that can be added on to yeah. because there's lots of people making little decisions along the way that then can culminate. I mean, I think that's why windows update is so screwed up is there's so many different people. Like I couldn't install service pack three this weekend at all. It just would fail silently. Right. And it said here, click, yeah. it has a little exclamation and you click here and it says, 
uh, Surf Pack 3 could not be installed. Right. You're and like, you're like, that isn't really that more isn't, information than and, I had to begin right, with. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I kind of knew that happened. So then I downloaded it, uh, ran the install locally, and it said, oh, I can't install this service pack over these uh, hot fixes. So I had to go uninstall the hot fixes to install Service Pack 3. And then the other thing is the hot fixes aren't by default listed, right? And the reason why I couldn't, I'm like, how can I uninstall this? I don't know how to do just one. And finally, I noticed there's a little checkbox in that window where you can say show updates. You hit show updates. And you know how um, the scroll bar sizes to how many things are in the window? <laughs> that thing got <laughs> down to this little sliver. Like you can't there were pick so it anymore. many updates. Yeah. All I knew it was, was like it ended in 887. I had to page down one at a time and look through these yeah. eight-digit hexadecimal number. I know, you know, they weren't hex. They were just big numbers. Looking through, and finally I found 8887, undid it, and then it installed. But, yeah, couldn't tell me. Um, and, and, again, I bet the people that did that just never ran through looking at everybody's, you know, combined decisions together to see how the experience Well, ends yeah, I mean, to some degree, but there's there's a number of different – there's kind of a lot of different things that are – kind of coming together there, right? I mean, no one can make the argument that people don't know what the user is trying to do when they run Windows Update because there's only one thing you can try to do, which is update your machine, <laughs> right. right? It's not like, oh, you must have been using Windows Update in a different way than... It's like, no. There's just a bunch of Windows machines that are all trying to stay up to date with the same code. That's <laughs> all that's happening, right? So... It's a little different from like, oh, you know, you, you could make the the excuse for Steam that's like people don't run it this way. It's like yeah. there's no other way to run Windows Update. Yeah, You're crazy. exactly the same as everyone else. It's just Microsoft is incompetent. I mean, they're unable – their method for patching problems in their operating system itself has problems. I don't know how you end up in a situation right, like that, right? That's like <laughs> your parasites having parasites on them, right? It's like this strange thing of nature that's happened where – where uh, it, You've proven it's, it's a fractal, it's like a, a suck <laughs> fractal, right? It's like no matter how closely I look, yeah, exactly. The no matter how closely I look up. at how badly you suck, I find a way in which you're sucking in the small there, right? <laughs> and then if I look at at that sucking and why that occurred, it turns out there's like this whole series of sucks that mirrors the larger sucking, right? And where does it end? I mean. <laughs> I, I don't know. I imagine that if we went ahead and looked at the code, right, itself, it'd be like lots of little sucks that are the same way. It's like they built the code the same way they built the app, which they built. The th it's like yeah. everything was done, you know, in a way that sucked. And and now it's kind of almost like this beautiful this snowflake is... that's brown. <laughs> you know what I mean? Trickle down theory of the brown too. snowflake. That's that would should be one. Of, you know, Microsoft always publishes these books, which is laughable yeah. because they're books about things that Microsoft itself can't do, right? Like code <laughs> complete or whatever, you know. And uh, and then it's like that should that should be the next one, the brown snowflake. How to how to suck uniformly throughout all levels of the development Wavelet process? Wavelet sucking yes, for beginners. Exactly. Right? What are the basis functions? We've identified the basis functions of suck, right? And we have <laughs> and them all. Starting with a strong HR department and working on down from there, we've got we've managed to do them all, right? Lots of layers of management. That's, that's awesome. always a plus, right? No, Designed by committee, awesome. you got that under control, you know? <laughs> Having a retarded interview steps. process, we're on it. <laughs> Like With they've got everything. Ten steps. Right. We're gonna have it all. Yes. Well, we had some amazing user mail this week. Um, we're getting. Well, we I are now getting more um, animal yeah. links from our users than, than you than are getting. Yes. I'm, I'm managing Ryan to Ellis hang in there. Alone has managed to completely replace you as the authority on animal videos. Yep. You are no longer the go-to guy. And now he is the go-to guy. And now. You uh, are getting it from both me and him. So you're like, oh, for fuck's sake. Did you well, even look it, at the videos it of the crossed, cows? It crossed the line this weekend. <laughs> I archived all incoming mail from you two that was just Damn a link. It. Like, if it didn't have text in the body, it just got archived. I didn't even click on it. <laughs> Damn it. Now, maybe if you're lucky, I will, after a while, that Go effect back. will wear off or something. But for now, you guys are on instant archive. And the problem is that even though I instantly archive it, 
it keeps your voice co- yeah, I know. it keeps coming back because then you know I you yeah exactly you're like dude that was wicked and then ryan's like awesome hippopotamus dude you know and it's like <laughs> so now it's basically you you're and ryan on, an, on a private chat about how awesome animals are well, and, and i'm always on the cc line yep. right that's what it's turned into yep you're never you can right. never leave there's a book there's a i'm sorry there's a famous play right uh by sartre called no exit and it, it's it's basically about it's about, about hell right it's about it's about when you when you die if you go to hell how you're punished and uh-huh. it was kind of a different you know take on it and this is what happened in the book okay <laughs> oh, okay what happens in the book is hell is they pick the two other people who are destined to create your worst nightmare. Oh, I see. And you just live in a very pleasant room okay. in, in a pleasant place with them. I see. Right? And this is what has happened, right? It's like <laughs> they've created – it's my own little no-exit hell <clears throat> I think complete with dialogue right. between the two of you. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, let's talk about the Nazi raccoons. And do you remember, did you go to this one? Is this um, one of the I ones cl- you before so I got? This was before. This okay. was before the weekend. Okay. It came in on like a Thursday or something yeah. or a, a Wednesday. Yeah. And uh, I clicked on it. I saw, the, I saw the link come in. Yep. I knew it was no good. <laughs> I clicked on the link and I saw a... A obviously photoshopped image of a raccoon <laughs> giving the Heil Hitler right. with a Nazi armband. Of course. And I clicked the close button. <laughs> that was it. So I have no idea what this article was about, but I do know that it's nothing that I need to read. <laughs> right? Well, this... And I also know that it's surely one of you and Ryan's favorite links from the well, past month. Yeah. I know that that's got to be true. Well, this right? was this was I think from the Sun who take real things and then put some crazy spit on it. So what What is, does that mean? They're, well, they're like a humor newspaper you mean or No, it's just like a National Enquirer, right? So they just take crazy stuff and then <laughs> Okay, so now you're sending animal links that aren't even true. Well, this is so. Here's the truth in it. Wait, why did I just say that? Yeah, like when have you ever sent me animal links that are true? No, like, they're half all of them true. Are false anyway. No, they're all true. The 500 pound squirrel. All true. Yeah. Stop it. He went back up to 500 pounds. He was 400 Stop pounds it. for a while. And now I know. He, he fell off the wagon. Somebody needs to send in a link of a 500 pound squirrel. And then you're totally doomed. Yeah. Um, like no. that rabbit. Yeah, that rabbit. That huge rabbit. And you were so ready to like dismiss that giant rabbit as ridiculous hoax but it turns out those are actually real yeah rabbits. they're actually that big i would absolutely want a 20 pound rabbit i think that's a great idea just hopping around yeah the rabbit I like, fucks I tend- you yeah exactly <laughs> rabbit humps you i actually like rabbits i don't want it to hump me but i like them they're rabbits cool. are not good pets we have had rabbits before yeah. They chew everything. Yeah. And I think I told you the story about when they chew through the electrical cord. Well, how about you don't keep the rabbit around the electrical cord uh-huh. for starters? Put they in a cage. Yeah, well, they were in a cage. They ate through the cage. Rabbits what? are just right Dude, through. That, metal that's cage. not a very good rabbit cage then. Dude, I don't know what you put these things in. What Everyone t- knows that since rabbits can control metal with their mind, you have to put that's them in right. a plastic cage. <laughs> exactly. The hell's wrong with you? <laughs> that's exactly right. These are yeah. little magneto rabbits. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then a bald rabbit in a wheelchair comes and visits him occasionally. Yeah, exactly. No, um, no. The point was Germany during the Nazi period of time. Yeah. Uh, there was some German scientist who introduced raccoons from America into Europe. And there was some plan for this, and I don't remember what the plan was. But, of course, they they just immediately, like every single time uh, you introduce a foreign species into a new place, you get fucked. It's like, I don't even yeah. know why they try, right? Like, right. Australia is where they, oh, well, they did rabbits in Australia. Speaking of, of rabbits out of control. Right. They couldn't be contained. Right. They introduced rabbits. They grew out of control. Then, like, what? Do you, do you still have the article up? Because we were laughing about this before the podcast, where they introduced uh, viruses, like custom-engineered viruses to kill the rabbits, then fleas, well, then foxes, then yeah. fleas, then more viruses. Um, I do not have that article up about – you mean when I was researching yes. the rabbit thing? Yeah. Well, 
I mean, basically, they were of the like, let's fight fire with fire uh-huh. kind of because like, it worked attitude. well, right? So they were like, we've introduced something that's that's run rampant. So clearly, the the best solution is to introduce something that will kill that thing by also running rampant, right? <laughs> so sounds like a plan, right? Yeah, and and you know, much to the chagrin of the Cadbury Corporation, right? Rabbits now are a huge problem. And they've got to they've got to figure out some way to get rid of them. So they were like, well, first we're going to try and introduce this virus, right? That and will this kill. is early on. I mean, this was yeah, it's like kind 19, of surprising. 1940s or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, 18, early. Yeah, 1840s, something like that. 1850. Yeah, no, I don't know when the virus was, though. The that was ra- the first stage. The rabbits were like 1850s or 1860s, yeah. right? Something like that. I think that. it was 1920, hmm. if I remember right. The virus. Yeah, yeah, that the- sounds good. Let's let's go with let's that. Let's go with that. I mean, we're never right anyway. No, we're never right. Yeah. Um. Some period in history, they uh, introduced this virus, and the problem, of course, is that there's so many rabbits that I don't know why they even bother. Because right. I mean, we know what happens when even if you introduce the best thing ever, like the Black Plague or something like that, it doesn't kill all the humans. It only kills like some percentage of the humans, and some are immune. Right. And then those people breed. Keep right. breeding, and then you're right back to where you were with no black plague. Right. So, except for rabbits, breed so fast. Right, and there's or well, the thing is, there's already there could be two right. left. You could you be... could have done this. You could have killed them probably if you introduced it back before they were a problem. But now that there's so many rabbits, you're probably guaranteed to have enough mutation, right? That, that one you're going to have some right. group of them somewhere that's not going to die from this virus. And that's and exactly what happened. They introduced it, and they went some away rabbits died, years. and then it went away. They tried a couple times to introduce fleas that would, like, transmit it more readily. <laughs> that didn't work because it was too hot. <laughs> the fleas and died. The fleas They're died. Like, oh. It's I mean, like, well, that's the thing is anytime you introduce a species somewhere, I think your chances of introducing <laughs> it at a neutral, steady state are, like, so infinitesimally right. slim. Like, either... The thing's gonna re- like the the conditions are too favorable and nothing has adapted around it yet, so it just grows out of control. Right. Or it's like uh, not a good environment for it and it just dies out. It's like your chances of hitting that right in the middle, where it's like it's so nice and stable that you just get a small population of them that survive. Like that doesn't seem like a very likely outcome. Yep. You know what I mean? That is. So true. it seems to me that you're destined for one of those two things. Sometimes you get the rabbit. Sometimes you get the fleas. One time, you know. Sometimes you get the rabbit. Sometimes the rabbit gets you. Yeah. Uh, so they tried to introduce other viruses, yep. right? Then they they, went- they built what they call rabbit walls, right? Which are literally like two thousand kilometer walls across Australia. Across Australia, well, not two thousand, like eighteen hundred kilometer. Right. At the biggest one was, uh, and. These walls, they would build them, and apparently, like, as they were finishing the wall, they would notice that there were already some rabbits on the other side. Yeah, so it was shit. like, oh, fuck. Right? So, like, some dude is, like, Just nailing like... in the last nail of the wall. Woo, that was he, a lot like, of work. He, like, turns around. Like, thank God the rabbits. We kept the rabbits out. Like, I'm almost picturing, like, he was planking it up, and there were rabbit heads, like, kind of bursting through, and he was, like, shoving them back. Right, you know, like, like a zombie, zombie movie. movie. Right. And then he turns around, and there's a rabbit there, like, right. looking up at him. It's like, And it's, no. like, this crazy, scary music. Yeah. Ah. And then instead of it attacking him, it just hops off, right? Because that's the no, bad does, thing. It does a Heil Hitler. You know. well, these aren't not. That's not the raccoons. <laughs> these rabbits were from Britain, I think. Well, so they, so they did the. They also introduced foxes. Yeah, the same that thing happened control. with foxes. Yep, same thing. And with the foxes. awesome thing about the foxes is they introduced them for sport, and then the foxes went. Fuck, there's a lot of rabbits here. Yeah, that was <laughs> started was eating like, the rabbits, yes. and then they exploded. Right, so so. In theory, at least, according to the the information that we were reading on the web, right, the foxes would not have necessarily been uh, a rampant species if they hadn't already <laughs> had the rabbits <laughs> gone rampant. So, like, if they introduced the, the foxes first, it would have just been like these white people are the right. dumbest motherfuckers. Yeah, you know, and no, there's... but it's a, it's an order problem. That's the thing, right? Let's say you'd introduce the foxes first. Right. You'd have a small number of foxes because there wouldn't be enough things for them to eat. So problem solved there. Then you introduce the rabbits. Rabbits can't breed out of control because there's already it's a fox foxes. population right. to keep them suppressed, right? Yeah. Instead, you introduced the rabbits before you had their predator. 
They and went nuts. No, and then no you introduced the Predator. They're like, holy shit. It's like a fucking old country buffet, right? <laughs> a lupine buffet here. They go nuts. And now you just have a massive rabbit fox population you- that's self-sustaining. It's like you could not have done this worse. Well, no. The thing- if you basically showed up in a bunch of triremes with like a f- <laughs> 50 pounds of rabbit fertilizer, you could not have done worse. Like it was like the worst possible thing. The thing that's awesome about this is they're fucking around with all this in Australia, right? Yeah. Dude, everything in Australia is big, fucked up genetically, and poisonous. It's like, let's introduce new species. In 5,000 years from now, those rabbits are going to be 500 pounds. Right, yeah. And they're going to eat people, right? And they're going to be poisonous little spurs. They're going to be the dangerous motherfucking, and and it'll be like, the world's most lethal rabbit is in Australia. You're like, what? Lethal rabbits? And it's like, yeah, good job, humans. Yeah. It's just amazing. Well, but Don't put anything in Australia at all. Anything. Just no more experiments. But that was the idea. Of Australia. See, the problem was we were trying to leave Australia alone, right? That's where they sent criminals and stuff, uh-huh. right? It was supposed to be a penal colony. So who so gives we... a fuck if the rabbits are out of control? The problem see, is now, people started later... living there, and now there's it's not for criminals. It's for cute, regular no, no. old like people. No, they've all just they've all just evolved. See, then we send all these criminals down there 300 years ago, and all that comes back now is actors. We just get tons and tons <laughs> of actors. That's, That's not true at no, all. No, it's totally we get like true. Rupert Murdoch. No, we right? get no, we get your boy Heath Ledger. We get right, right. Russell. Well, Crow. no, what I'm we saying. We get uh, uh, Russell Crowe is Australian, of course. Oh, I thought he was Canadian. <laughs> he wouldn't be so angry if he was Canadian. I've never heard him speak. Does he have an accent? Yes, ben? very strong okay. accent. That's who they're making fun of in Tropic Thunder. Is Russell Crowe? Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You mean Robert Downey Jr.'s character? Exactly. Yeah, that's who they're kind of doing there. No, like tons, tons and tons and tons of actors that you wouldn't think are Australian. Um, hmm. Now, no, it's they've taken over. Well, Hollywood. I knew Heath Ledger was Australian, mm-hmm. but I didn't know that that uh, Russell Crowe was. And Largely so, because I just don't give a shit about Russell Crowe. Because he always seems to be in movies that I don't want to watch. I see, yeah. I think he's terrific. I think he's like the best Gladiator is, or whatever. But, um, See, I already know that's not true because I have watched enough movies with Russell Crowe where he always sounds exactly like Russell Crowe to me. I've never thought he sounded like anything other than Russell Crowe. Like, Gladiator Russell Crowe was exactly the same as the insider Russell Crowe. They were identical to me. Like, I, they were like immediately Russell Crowe. I, like, that's a great example of a complete physical transformation and the voice is different, everything. No, it's not at all. No, he does a southern voice in the insider. I think you're forgetting. He sounds, he acts and sounds the same in those two movies to me identically. Like, you need to I see cannot them back to back even you're remotely. insane at this point. I'm not insane. insane. You are totally insane. I'm not insane at all. <laughs> you are totally insane, my friend. Let's go on to our next user link. All right. And this was the awesomeness that happened in, I believe this was Bulgaria. This is also a Ryan Ellis, right? I have no idea because I'm not looking at these okay. your guys' links anymore. You know, this was this was a a British how family much that mail went on traffic. Vacation. Can I just let's just stop for a second? No, here. let's not. <laughs> Why are we wasting so much mental energy on these fucking links? Because they're awesome. No, they're not awesome. Okay, like t- I, oh, wait, I wait, was just say like, you're awesome, not awesome, and I'll tell you this story, and then you can tell me not awesome. It's not awesome. None of these things are awesome. <laughs> I am sick and tired of these links. <laughs> I'm tired. You're just tired. I'm tired of it. Period. I want them to go away. You're just tired. I want to stop getting these fucking links. Please <laughs> stop sending me these links. Everyone, send us your links at podcast. Oh, at fucking the, ass. Jeffandcaseyshow.com. Can we at least have some rule that I can filter on? Like if there's a brackets animal. <laughs> can we have like a, a can spam act for animal no. links? Or something. Or can we at least ask YouTube to file all animal videos under some directory that's recognizable in the link so I know whether or not a thing I'm getting is going to be like, oh, cool, it's a macaw that's learned no. how to like file its nails with a regular nail file. You know, it's like, okay, great. You know what? I'm just going to say something. What? You sent me an animal link from YouTube this week. What was it? It was that massage, that cat massaging the other cat. Yeah, because that was awesome. So I'm so just saying there was you're a out cat, of control. So, so yeah, but that was an awesome link that Yukari sent with the 
with the uh-huh. cats from Japan. They were Japanese cats, and one cat was massaging the other cat. It yep. was awesome. Yep. I'm just saying you've lost but all that's credibility. An awesome, but that's an awesome cat video. Uh-huh. You don't ever send me cat videos. I know. I like cats. <laughs> you send me videos of all these animals I don't care about, like raccoons. <laughs> I don't want to see that. I don't want to see no. monkeys. I don't like monkeys. I don't like raccoons. I don't like these animals, Hey, Jeff. wait. Here's a link that's not one that was passed around. You saw this, this David Duchovny thing. Yeah. Where we were talking just last week about um, the skeezy guy from Hogan's Heroes. Yeah, being a sex addict. Right. And yeah. so uh, David Duchovny. And, well, and also, uh, similarly, the uh, we were talking about the uh, husband there, uh, Chrissy Binkley's husband. Oh, he, and the oh, porn he, problem. The he thought he was a porn addict, too? Well, we don't know if he's a porn addict, but he's a $3,000 a month habit. I'd say you're pretty fucking oh, close. Oh, I see. Yeah. Right? That I mean, could just be poor purchase. <laughs> like right we haven't really determined yeah. whether it was just whether it was just like problem. dude you know this shit's free what yeah well Fuck. no i think it was probably something more like he just kept clicking on the link like yeah. wrong or something <laughs> he hit the refresh button a few times too many please wait it's Don't like do not press, hit, press repress the browser's back button or right. your credit card may be charged multiple times and, and he's he just, just fucking kept freaking out he's like couldn't get it to work so he's going back and forwards and backwards and forwards back it turns out like all he did was like buy this one screech sex video and he just ended up showing up on his credit card like 150 times, times. Yeah. yeah that could be totally that would make more sense yeah in any case no. i wanted to ask about that actually um you know this like thing where like screech uh-huh. and like neil patrick harris somehow <laughs> like they're just what's the deal what are you like i don't about? understand what like there are so many act in completely inconsequential actor child actors uh-huh. who just you never hear of again right. ever right yep but Screech and Neil Patrick Harris yep who you actually still technically haven't heard from like they have not had a role <laughs> in anything right well Neil Patrick Harris they is keep in Kumar. coming back that's what I this is what okay. I'm saying okay they keep coming back as themselves oh I right see. it's like somehow. Even though they've never managed to to land another acting job, right? Right? They keep coming back as like their own self in things right. because they suck, right. right? It's because Neil Patrick Harris has never gotten another well, job that he was in Harold and Kumar. You, you know, see what I mean? I don't think it's that personally. So I, what's happening there? I think they're probably. I mean, Screech, maybe I don't know. I think they're probably okay. I think the thing what do you mean is, by okay? I think they're like, hey, as employable as any other actor in Hollywood. I think when you're so what? Well, wait, let me finish. When you're so the like, guy's name is Screech. Screech and Doogie. It was what you identified the show with. Yeah, it's hard to see. Like I still, even though what's his name, Neil Patrick Harris is actually in a top ten show right now. What? Yeah, he's in how you how I met your mother. And that's a, a highly rated show right now. That sounds like something I have on a T-shirt, like yeah. when I'm trying to be rude. Yeah, it right. Is like those of... T-shirts that say "Your mother is a classy lady." Uh-huh. Yeah. You know the ones I'm talking about. <laughs> There's a it's... show called "How I Met Your Mother." Yeah, it is a show about called that, and it's popular. How do they get it... away with that? I don't. Y'all know. say "How I Met Your Mother," <laughs> and she was I wasted her... at the time. I met her last night. Yeah. Um, anyway, I think it's just, I, can't I had no idea that him. I had no idea, by the way, that Neil Patrick Harris was in a show again. Yeah. Well, I had it's no funny idea. because he plays so his first acting job in like two decades or something, right? No, apparently not. Well, I mean, he was also in Starship Troopers. I just think it's hard for me not to see him as Doogie Hauser. He's Doogie Hauser. He always will be. And so I think that definitely has an impact. I mean, in the Kumar thing, they make fun of that plenty of times where they yeah. call him Doogie and such. Just yeah. it's hard to imagine. Screech is even more fucked up. Like. You, yeah, he can't ever not be Screech, right? Well, see, the interesting thing about that is I did. I mean, I don't think I watched Saved by the Bell religiously, but I have seen it a number of times. Right. I I cannot in any way remember what Screech was. What the, I just remember because really? his name was Screech. Oh, I but see. like I can remember the like token Hispanic guy, whatever yeah, he, his name is, Slater, I think Mario Lopez. Yeah, I remember him. He made it out. And I vaguely remember the main character Zach or something. What about the one? What about the, what about the chick that it. was in Showgirls? I I I can't remember her name. 
Yeah, what is her? Or name? really what she looked like. All I remember on that show was that she looked like she was like one of the teachers. I was like, <laughs> you don't look like you should be in this show at all. Awesome. I was like, you look like you're like 30. Have like, ever... not like you look 20. Like, you look 30. You look like too old for you to even be in That's college, awesome. really. Have you ever seen Showgirls? No. They play it once a year at the um, Egyptian. What? Yeah, the Egyptian at a midnight show. Okay. And all the uh, transvestites come out and kind of like uh, the Rocky Horror, Rocky show. Horror, Rocky Horror. Only Showgirls is so bad that they'll just pause the movie occasionally and let the 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 trannies do it for a full like. It's not like they do it with the movie. They pause and just let them go. They act out the yeah, scene. Yeah, so they do mean? the whole scene because okay. the acting is so bad. And it's it's awesome. It's hysterical. Now, why this is, let, I mean, continuing on the, this topic then, since you brought up Showgirls. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I have not seen Showgirls, but my, like, it's a very famous movie in some sense. Yeah. Right? Now, there's plenty of, like, B-grade material out there, mm-hmm. right? That no one, that's not famous in any way. Right. Right? Why... Is Showgirls somehow it's distinguished from it's, that? It's because it is so, so much worse. It's so bad. It's the just, acting. It's also so like a even spectacular. for a skin flick, the acting is bad. Yeah. Even for even considering that. Well, and there's like name actors in here. And oh, like no, who? Well, Kyle Mag- uh, what's his name? The dude in Twin Peaks. If you can't remember his name, then he's Kyle, not really a name actor shit. per se. The, the dude sure. on uh, um, now he's on um. Oh, Desperate Housewives. Desperate Housewives. Oh, okay. okay yes. Yeah, I've seen Desperate Housewives. It's the dudes in that, too. Anyway. Uh, Desperate, who, who is in Desperate Housewives? I mean, I may not have seen enough. Yeah, he plays the redhead's husband. The oh, den- dentist, okay. I think he is. I know who the redhead, I think, yeah. you're talking about. The one who's really prop, prim and proper. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Boy, and we have totally, totally, A hundred percent of the people on that show scare the living shit out of they me. They are kind of creepy. It is they? like the creepiest show yeah. ever. Right. The whole thing creeps me out. The actors? Everything about it. It feels to me not dissimilar to the feeling you get in a dream where everything is normal, but you know it's just about to not be normal, right? <laughs> and like, not because of the plot, just because the people are creepy? I don't know. It's that, that's what I mean. It gives me, the fe- it gives me this feeling that's awesome. that normally you only get when your brain just knows that someone's going to like, you know, magically turn into a frog or like, you know, <laughs> something really bizarre is going to happen. Like you're going to fly off into space or who knows what's going to happen. Right. Well, I think the David Duchovny thing is just ridiculous because they put that crazy picture of him where he just looks really scary. And like he plays a sex addict on his TV show, which is starting its next season in a few weeks. It's like, oh, he's going to be totally better. By the time that's... What if it's all just a hoax of drama publicity? I I mean, that's what I think could be possible. I don't Uh, put it out of the... Because, like, Showtime's like, we support him in this difficult time. In this private time, I think he called, which sounded really bad. In this prime time, if you will. (laughs) In this regularly scheduled time. That is crazy. I don't get, like... Maybe they're just like, well... Now at least we can film on location. Right, exactly. For this Boy, this season. is going to save a lot of money. How we do don't... you have a film about a sex addict? Like, I mean, a, a show about a sex addict. just lots and lots of sex. I've never seen Californication. That's okay. on Showtime, and, and right. I've never seen it. It didn't look that good. So, Is there a Showtime on the cable? Mm-mm, I don't think so. Okay. I don't think you have Showtime. Or, uh, you'd have to torn it or something. Or All I right. mean... Buy it legally at right. some store. Buy it legally at some uh, store. Don't in any way use something such as an illegal downloading service. Which would get there faster than shipping which would DVD. be <laughs> Right, which would be a more efficient way to get the program. It would end up providing it to you in a format that was easier for you to use and yes. easier for you to store, transport, and access. And it would probably be higher quality. Be higher quality, very likely higher quality, because it can be HD instead of DVDs, which cannot be. Yep. And pretty much is better in all possible ways, except for the fact that it's illegal because movie studios and film production, television production companies don't seem to ever want to sell you an electronic version. Yeah. They could just sell this from their site and then you could pay them $15 for it. But, you- but instead, they'd rather have it so that someone else has to provide an illegal copy, you know, which, 
which is way better, and right. then you can't actually ever get a legitimate version thereof. Yeah. So you know, don't do that. So awesome. Yeah. Yeah. The the uh, rest of development still are only available HD wise on the torrent sites. That's correct. You cannot buy an HD version of Rest which of Development, is which I that was actually would, even though I already bought the DVD of the regular. Uh, right, exactly. I, I would love I'd to still give them buy more an money. HD one. Right, yeah, exactly. And and have one DVD instead mm. of like the twenty five, you know, that they're on yeah. there now. Just... Right, if you just had a single Blu ray that had everything on it, but oh, can they yeah. even do? There's not enough room on a Blu ray for that, is that? I guess if you compress it with the right. Yeah, yeah, you could, you could, you could compress it. Okay. I mean, if they did everything as seven twenty p and not ten eighty p, and then I want ten eighty p. You want to get Michael in full glory? Yeah, those Hollywood shows are always so detailed. So, okay, we skipped over the thing I wanted to talk about, which was the awesome vacation that this British couple had in Bulgaria, or, or this British family. Now, right? who, since, like I said, I've been archiving the links directly without reading them, who this, sent this one? Was it you was, or Ryan? This was Orion. This was Orion. Yep. Okay. So this was a family that decided to go on vacation to this four-star hotel in Bulgaria. Bulgaria. Now, what is the criteria in Bulgaria for receiving a four-star rating? Um, I don't know. Maybe. You know the prime minister's brother. <laughs> yeah, is that, probably. Is that how that works? Or? Lack of diarrhea. Like okay. Something. Okay, so the water is drinkable. Yes. That's the goal. Okay. Possibly. I see. Well, it sounds like it because – so this family, um, they were leaving. They were getting on their bus to go home. Mm-hmm. Um, they all got sick from the food. They weren't, they weren't <laughs> feeling well. They were just like, I want to go home. Okay. They got they, food poisoning. Yeah, they got food poisoning. Right. They went to the oldest daughter, uh, and they claimed that she was stealing towels, which she said no, and she tried to walk past them. Okay. So they tasered her in the face, which now, is what happens in lots of places. They claimed she was towels. stealing towels. Right. Is that some kind of metaphor? Like, or, or not a metaphor, I mean a euphemism it for some be. kind of sexual thing? Like, well, if, I, if I tell a girl that she looks like she's stealing towels, right, does that... Does that actually mean that I think that she has taken a towel illicitly, or is that referring to some aspect of her appearance? Well, I believe that in this case, they were actually worried at this four-star hotel about losing a towel or two. So that's yeah. why they tased her in the face. Okay. Because well, that's what happens. Well, we have to set an example for yes. other would-be towel thieves. Yeah, yeah. Right? I mean, you, you just know? get shot it's, in the arm. They don't grow on trees, soap. you know. Right. Anyway, uh, so yeah, after she was tased, the family freaked out, and the young children were like, ah! So the mother gathers the young children and, and whisks them downstairs into the lobby, where, unbeknownst to them, they were filming a porn movie <laughs> in the lobby. And so they walked from the face taser okay. right into the porn. Now, right? and this, wasn't... this cannot be true. They were filming a four-star a four hotel porn movie? Again, this is Bulgarian four star, right? In terms of normal stars, this is not high end starage, and they have to film. Since the... when did they film porn movies on location? What high budget porn movie are we filming here that we went out Wait, of the studio? Where do you think? No, there's no studio. These are like, I mean, porn is filmed in people's houses. It's this is a... a this is a hotel. They wouldn't yeah. go to a hotel. Why no, would they, they go, go to a hotel? hotel? They go to a hotel and they say, hey, tase anybody that comes in the room. Good for everybody. I, di I don't believe a word of the story. Not only... When do the 400-pound squirrels show up? The 400-pound squirrels show up when the travel agency refunded them kindly about 25% of their total visit. <laughs> well, I guess what I would argue... You just got a coupon. Is that there... I mean, you decided you were going to go on vacation in Bulgaria. Right. All right. You kind of take so off. So at that point, I'm not exactly convinced that your travel agent is responsible for your interactions <laughs> well, with maybe, the locals. Maybe if you they will. wanted to go to like somewhere awesome in the yeah, Mediterranean right. and they got talked into Bulgaria. Yes, I would be upset at a $200 or $500, whatever, whatever you said it was, refund right. for my vacation if I asked to go to Hawaii and they sent me to Bulgaria, <laughs> right? Obviously, I'm going to want a refund for that. But on the other hand, if I went to the travel agent and I was like, I'd really like you to set me up with something nice, you know, like a four-star place in Bulgaria. You deserve right? it. At that point, I feel like I have seeded right. all claims that I may have had 
to malfeasance or negligence on the part of the travel agent, right? <laughs> I mean, that just doesn't hold water for me. Probably came with a little greeting card saying, you know, I'm sorry, like a bear, and it says, I'm very sorry, and then they open it up about your face taser. Well, I guess I'm, but I'm wondering what you expected the travel agent to do. I mean, the travel agent cannot, you know, include a pamphlet that's like, what to do if you've been tasered, right? I mean, what did you want them Face to provide tasered. in addition to the arrangements that was not provided, right? It's like, oh, uh, you, here is a pamphlet about teaching your children about sex. And here is a pamphlet about how to recover from a taser injury, right? Is that, you just wanted those in the packet? Is that it? Did you want to pick a different hotel? Some people might consider local porn filming to be a, a plus, plus right. right? Not a so family. How did they know yeah. that that was supposed to be, you know, a net negative, right? <laughs> Maybe that's not I'm pretty them sure. filming a porn movie. Like, you know, when you go to Disney World, you often see these little sort of things that show up around you know, the magic well, kingdom that are like little acts uh -huh. that are happening. Yep. And maybe this was bu the Bulgarian version of that. Well, you don't know the mythology of that particular country. Right. You don't know what their sort of well, folklore is, if you will. Maybe it involves, you know, maybe the stars two girls for something else. Or something. What? Maybe, you know, the, the stars can refer to any number of the amenities at said hotel, right? So it could have been something that was like, hey, face tasers, four out of five. Well, I'm assuming, I mean, if I may put two and two together, you haven't given me a whole lot of, lot to work with here. Uh huh. But if I may put two and two together, assuming any shred of what you've just told me has any bearing on the actual truth. Yep. Which is all of it. If this person, if this person was walking out to the bus, they got tasered in the face for stealing towels. Right. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly stealing towels. I mean, they ran back taser. inside and found naked people shooting a porn movie. Right. Yeah. Then I can only suspect that we know where all these missing towels have gone. <laughs> right. If they're shooting a porn film on the premises. On that marble, they, on, yes, on the marble. Right. I'm lobby. just assuming that there's, uh -huh. first of all, there's a lot of cleanup yep. that has to happen. Right. Yep. People need something to cover up when they're going, you know, yep. when, when the take is done and so on. Yep. I mean, I'm just assuming that they misattributed the lack of towels in the washroom. No one told them about the porn film. I see. Right? So security just overreacted. Security overreacted. Yep. To the, the, to the towel shortage. Right. And the, uh, the travel agent shouldn't have to make up for poor security. That's not his fault. Right. Is what you're saying. Yeah. I see. Exactly. <sighs> yeah. Probably better way to solve it than a face taser. That may be true, but yeah. I guess, again, we can say there are worse parts of the body get tasered probably than your face. Thank <laughs> God he didn't figure out it was the porn people who yeah. took all the towels. <laughs> That's true. Right? Because <laughs> unless they were wearing the towel at the time, they were very vulnerable, right. I think. That's true. To a taser attack. Ball taser, right? Way, way. Now, that's worse problematic. Than a face taser. Nipple taser, that's no good. <laughs> There's a lot of places you can get tasered. No, yeah. Good. I don't think that's. I think that's a problem. All right, they're gonna get you, Casey, from space. There's actually now been a virus in space, right? A computer virus in space. They have gotten there mm. before most of humanity. Well, I don't think they're gonna get me, all right? Gonna... Because unlike apparently all of our top astronauts and scientists uh -huh. right i don't tend to visit pages that have giant like flashing letters on them with like marquee tag bouncing back and forth what are you talking and about so on i don't I send you lots of links like that yeah but i archive them see this is part of the strategy <laughs> I see. right you know what i'm saying to you i see now here's the interesting part of that right if we can get a virus up there onto the International Space Station, uh -huh. then that implies to me that the shit that's running the International Space Station, it's right, probably, follow me here, yeah. is Windows. Yep, is that awesome? So I am not at all concerned about there being a computer virus on the International Space Station. I don't think that's a problem. Millions of users, billions of users probably at this point. Do we have billions of computer users? I have no idea. Hundreds of millions of computer users right now are running their desktop just fine with viruses that cause less damage than, say, installing an 
antivirus piece of software, right? But what I am concerned about is the fact that, you know, Windows our spaceships are being run on Microsoft Windows. <laughs> I mean, what? how did that happen? That well, is a terrible idea. I think it's my understanding that the, the ship's computers are far older than Windows. Um, so I it's like Windows this, 95 or no, something? No, no, no. I think mean? that the machine that was infected was one of the, the laptops that the astronauts are supposed to be keeping a journal The on. laptops? Yeah, they have laptops that are not connected to the rest of the machine. They're taking laptops up to the International Like someone well, has an Alienware laptop that they open in the International Space Station? Well, they probably are trying to get free internet off the Russian side of the space station. You know, By those using guys the wireless? Have, yeah, they have Linksys, and they didn't put a password on it because they're like, we're in fucking space. We don't need to put you know WPA on I this. had absolutely and then the no Americans idea that they were are downloading so crap tons of spam and tons of porn. Okay, I mean, Jeff... I could not pick up my ThinkPad by the corner without the motherboard cracking. Uh-huh. True story. Yeah. Okay. And not just me. That was like a widespread problem. What laptops are we sending into space that are still <laughs> functioning by the time they get there? No, they put like that. You know when I pick up my Sony too fast, it pops up a little program that says hard drive protection right. kicked in. Yeah. That just runs for like 40 minutes while they're blasting off. Yes, yeah, seriously. Because once they're in space... There's no need for hard drive protection at all. It's just floating around. It's fine. I guess. <laughs> I mean, well, yeah, I mean, there's oxygen, so I guess that's fine. Uh, it's not you're, a different you're environment. You're caring about a very strange aspect of this story. I well, it just doesn't you. make any sense to me. That's like pretty soon it's going to be like, oh, yeah, they took their pets up with them. Like, yeah. oh, yeah, I have my laptop and my desk, and I was, you know, we I were was working the, on my novel. Right, we were at the Starbucks. Right? Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, I just don't think of it that Drinking way, right? I think of it coffee. like if I'm in space, right? Yeah. I'm freaking out. I'm not going to use a laptop, right? That's <laughs> not going to happen. I'm just going to be terrified that I'm about to die, no. right? Because that's the most likely thing to happen in space is that I'm going to die before I get back to Earth, right? <laughs> because that's pretty much the case. Like, the chances that you're going to die as an astronaut are probably like something like 50 to 1. Right. I mean, it's got it's got to be like it's got to be extraordinarily high because there's very few astronauts and tons of times when like shit has just exploded. Right. <laughs> Either on reentry or on launch or whatever. Right. So yeah. I'm like, here's what I'm like. I'm like, OK, I got out into space. So that's good. I'm 50... because that that got through right. part of the part of the part where I die. Because, yeah, you know, they say the right. the the launch is you know, yeah. the most dangerous part of space flight. Right. So I've got, now I've got 14 days or how long, I don't know how long they stay up there yeah. these days. I've got, you know, a couple of weeks or something to think about what it's going to be like when some, you know, errant tile flies off of the space shuttle or whatever the fuck they use You're these just days. You're going to be freaking A out magical purple horse or whatever they think they're going to ride back down into the atmosphere on. Yes. Right. Comes off. The thing incinerates you know, rapidly, I burst into flames, right? <laughs> That's what I'm thinking about for a week. I'm not going to be like, oh, I'll catch up on my World of Warcraft, no. right? That's not what's happening. Besides, the lag would be wicked, I imagine, right, from up there? You'd be... <laughs> or probably not. I mean, my World of Warcraft packets are probably already... I mean, I don't play World of Warcraft, so let's say let's say Gears of War, yeah. right? The lag would probably be about the same. Yeah. Yeah. Seattle Space Station. Like, would you be holding up the whole landing while you're finishing your game? No, because it doesn't matter. You can you can either decide to play the game or not play the game, and it will be roughly the same odds of you winning. I right? See. I see what you're saying. You know, you can give the monkey the controller, and they're going to do basically the same, right? There's no chimps still in the International Space Station. <laughs> there aren't? They introduced chimps. And they bred out of control. They can't get rid of all the chimps in space. This is just like the rabbits in Australia. Well, that's actually a good question. Why are we the only primate who has been a rampant breeder in all territories? Like, there's because well, we if you introduce anywhere. humans to a continent, we overrun it yeah. immediately. We but that's never happened with planet. like gorillas, right? Yeah. Well, they're not they're not building things, right? We can live anywhere. We got quite the advantage here. Is that all it is? I think that's all it's it is. It's construction? 
Uh, const- well, no, I mean, uh, construction is just the outlay of the fact that we can teach our children things so knowledge doesn't disappear every time somebody croaks. Are you suggesting that animals can't teach, like chimps can't teach their children well, things? Well, I think the biggest difference between us and in any other primate is the ability to teach one another, right? Like the, the learning that one chimp does from the other exists, but it's very um, tenuous. So what you're saying is that if chimpanzees had public schooling, yes, that's all they need. That they would be all set. Yep, that's all. So they need. obviously, they did. you have been out of public school for too long. Is <laughs> I guess what I'm getting from this discussion. Hey, what I right? did, I did see an interesting thing where um, the the one chimp that they had taught sign language, her her um, children had spontaneously developed sign language that were just from copying the mother. So they could ask for food without being taught. I'm not uh, sure that spontaneously well, developed yeah, spontaneous would be the term for I saw my mom do it. And got food. And so if I did it, I got food. Right. But yeah, that's still pretty awesome, I have to say. Yeah, but Jeff, your criteria for pretty awesome if it I involves know. a chimp is yes. like is the Ice classic skating? looked at camera, right? If the chimp turns and looks at the no. camera... Then it's like, that is awesome. No, yeah, It saw its you know mom what? look I at the camera, to, I, I, and wait, then it looked at the camera. No, I have to say, like, chimp look at camera is not as interesting to me as cat or gerbil. Okay, so the less intelligent you perceive the animal to be, the more fun it is for them to look at the camera. Yes, I guess so. If it's a really smart animal, then that's not so interesting, because maybe yeah. it understands what the camera is. Yeah. I want something that couldn't possibly know what the fuck was going on with the camera, and right. it still looks at it and as if it was. managed to pull off a dramatic Ah, I see. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I know exactly what you're saying. And by that, and you I don't agree. And I no, I absolutely agree. I agree that that is your criteria. <laughs> Damn it. Based on what you've sent me, Damn that it. sounds like a pretty accurate analysis, actually. Oh my god. All right, everybody. This has been a very tired podcast by Jeff and Casey. Yeah, I am exhausted, yes. and I and I lost my voice. Yes, we're we're keeping it. We're cutting it short this time so that Casey gets his voice back by next week. In the meantime, keep those animal clips coming at podcast. No, no. At jeffandcaseyshow.com. Oh, don't keep the animal clips coming. But if they're not animal clips, go ahead and send them to us anyway. Let us know what you're doing. Tell us a story. We like to hear all kinds of good stuff from our listeners. Thanks, everybody, and we'll see you next week. Take it easy.